Welcome to the Armchair Champions Podcast, your midweek sports fix and barroom banter with your hosts, Captain, Crackers, Sheriff, Unit and Viper. G'day champions and welcome to season six of your midweek sports fix. We are the Armchair Champions. Now, Armchair Champions, I tell you what, we do this every season. We start off by kicking the ball right between the bloody uprights and we've done it again this season with an extra special guest coming in. He's a good friend of the show, back-to-back Premiership coach of the Penrith Panthers. Ivan Cleary is going to be on the microphones very shortly. Let's introduce the panel for today. Uh, A couple of Panther fans in the room, Crackers. Haven't stopped smiling since he's walked in. What's going on? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Next, let's go on to the uh, Rooster fan and mate. Do you reckon you've got enough fullbacks? Do you really need RTS? What's going on? Nah, no, I don't reckon we want him. Yeah, we've had him once. He's, he's, you got the best years out of him? Yeah, we got the best out of him and we got we got more fullbacks and, and we poke we a stick, a stick. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk about that later because uh, the, the, the hot topic is he's going back to Roosterland, but uh, no, no, no gap there. Oh, if he's cheap enough, it'll be all right. Yeah, that's the way. Now, let's get on to the next panellist. Hey, Mickey, how you been off-season, mate? How's yeah. bottoms up New South Wales going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Feeling from the bottom. Yeah. Keep them cold. <laughs> that's the way. As I mentioned earlier, champions, I'll tell you what, we've got the special guest in the room. He's a good friend of the show, and I'll tell you what, let's get him on for a chat. He's going to join us for the whole podcast, so um, sit back and enjoy this one. Ivan Cleary, you were in the studio four or five years ago. You've gone on to make three grand finals and go back-to-back premiership winning coach. How does that feel? What did you say, three, four years? I think it was more like six, seven, eight. <laughs> You've been here a few times. Anyway, we're all getting old, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah, uh, oh, look, it's been... Yeah, an amazing last three years, really. Um, yeah, a lot of dreams come true there. Um, a lot of hard work by a lot of people, but yeah, very enjoyable experience. Um, and looking to do a little bit more of it. Yeah. So your motivation going forwards, obviously, to go back to back to back. Not many coaches have done that in any sport. You know, you're going to become a Phil Jackson. But um, what's the motivation? What's the challenge for this year? You, you've got a few more players moving on, and you know you've been poached left, right, and centre. You, you're now that team that everyone wants to bloody get their hands on the coaches, the players. Must feel good. Yeah. It it feels good that it's a it's a it's sort of like a milestone that you know we're succeeding. Yeah. Um, and as we know the. The way the game moves, if uh, the more success you have, yeah, you're going to lose players. Unless you're the Roosters, there's going to be able to hang one of theirs. But, um, yeah, so that's that's uh, a good thing, but yeah, it, it's nothing fun about losing players, especially guys that you've you know, gone through success with and all that, you know, all that sort of stuff. Coaches too. Yeah. But the good thing is that they're all going to. You know, in, improve their careers to to better themselves, and you know, and that's uh, that's a nice thing. Yeah, yeah. As Captain said, um, you know, the Premiership is the pinnacle of the NRL, um, and going back to back to back obviously would make our fans very happy as well as the players and yourself but is it the motivation to win it for the newcomers that are coming through considering you've already done two yeah there's i think there's a few different levels of motivation the you know the three-peat if you like it it's definitely a unique opportunity that Mm -hmm. that we have um and probably hasn't happened many times no, well, before in other clubs either. Hasn't happened a lot in any sports. Um, no. Rugby league doesn't happen for 40 years, which is a, sort of like a different era, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, a great opportunity, but the, the odds are stacked against us as well. Um, I mean, the th- that, say, three-peat, there's so many people that have been involved in that. It might have been 
players, staff that were only involved in one of them or two of them. Um, you mentioned new players. So, yeah, there's a whole host of people that that opportunity kind of lies with. Mm-hmm. But there's also a different motivation. That's just for this year. That's just for this group we have. Yeah. Coaches, players. You know, it's no different to any other year in that sense. So, you know, we're just another team preparing to, you know, to – to win another title like everyone else is trying to do. We all start on zero points. Mm-hmm. Um, You're still undefeated, yeah. Still so undefeated, far, yeah. yeah. Yeah, getting bigger, stronger, <laughs> faster. Um, yeah, and, and you know what? You just expect that every other team is going to improve, so mm-hmm. you don't really know how, how well they're going to go. So you, we're just the same as everyone else. We're just trying to prepare as best we can. We do have, I think, a little bit of an edge in terms of our experience and what we've gone through, so it's, it's important that we use that but don't rely on it. Yeah, for sure. It's got to be good too for the youngsters coming through. Seeing the system you do have out there, the School of Excellence, things like that, the tools are there. And the young players, they want to play under a a premiership winning coach, but also players. That motivates them too to want to live to be part of that. So there's plenty more motivation there for the youngsters coming through, I reckon. Yeah, well, you know, you mentioned before about, you know, losing players. So, you know, we are a development club. So for for our club to succeed long term we have to keep bringing new players through and yeah uh, the rate of you know players that we're losing just means that that system has to be even better more streamlined you know get these kids ready uh, quicker so at this point um, happy with that's how that's going but it's hard to predict how fast a young kid's going to become an NRL player at any, at any stage as well sure yeah, no, Ivan I'm interested to sort of hear um, Penrith is you know obviously the the top of the class now overall over all, all, all levels of the game. How, how do you sort of go about building that um, great winning um, culture, culture. Sort of experience? Hmm. Yeah, well, uh, without going to, you know, all the details, the, the culture is definitely something that that we've planned, if you like, um, articulated, you know, what it should look like, feel like and how it acts. And and then it's sort of like just trying going ahead and nurturing that and, and getting, the you know, the players and the staff to um, – to all live it. So it's a really important, you know, part of what we do. I think good culture, you know, multiplies the talent that you have and bad culture will divide it. So yeah, that's how important it is. We feel like we've got a talented team. But it's, as you mentioned, it's important that the kids in lower grades, junior grades, you know, all understand what, what, it, what it's all about to be a Panther. And, you know, we our biggest um, responsibility out here is, is to – you know, make our community proud and that includes all our kids yeah. and anyone who ever wears a Panthers jersey. So that's a, a daily exercise that, that we take very seriously. Yeah, I'll tell you what, speaking of culture, um, the dress sense culture needs to get a bit of a lift. I saw a few of those Samoa boys over there in the World Cup and dead said, I thought they came straight out of bloody Snoop Dogg's next mu- music film clip. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get one of those jackets, I tell you what. Hook Far me up, too much bling. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. They're drowning, someone pushed them in the pool. Yeah. But on the World Cup, what an experience for those young players too. Uh, they get it to go over, represent their country, the likes of Samoa making the final, um, you know, playing against the guys they play week in, week out with, playing against those. I mean, that's a huge experience for those guys. So they come back with better mould about them too, don't they? Yeah, I certainly hope so. Um, they were exposed to lots of things over there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> noticed that. Repeated. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, the, the dress sense thing, I mean, I, you know what, one thing that I, uh, I like about our boys is that they they rock their own style. Yeah, so. They're individuals. <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah, as long as they, you know, working for the team and uh, they can kind of be whoever they want, to be honest. Um, yeah, the World Cup was great. Um, you know, we had sort of pockets of players playing in different different countries. I think that was yep. cool. Um, the Aussie boys, so Nat, um, 
Marto and Yowie all all debuted, you know, in that in that competition at the Samoan boys, which everyone sort of knows about. It was a quite a big deal for those guys to, you know, put their hand up and Yeah. Um Yeah, and there was some controversy too that they weren't playing for Australia. Yeah. But I think they made the right decision. Yeah, well the fact that they were brave enough to to go through all that yeah. and then big pay cut too. Like, it yeah. wasn't just because, you know, oh let's just do it. We Stuffed Australia, I want their heritage on the map. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I they want to do it for their their family and their mm, their culture. Their culture. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I mean, the yeah the boys sort of came back and um, when they actually took they did that trip to Samoa and the you know through like the Christmas time. Yeah, a lot of those guys went back to villages that their parents, grandparents. Yep. You know, we'll grow up. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, just just to like. It was a real eye-opener for them. I think that's amazing. Yeah, it would have know, been for them to learn about, yeah, that sort of stuff, be humbled by it, have all these kids sort of chasing around. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, feel so, like superstars, you Yeah, know? yeah. Um, I mean, we had um, on another thing, we had, you know, James Fisher Harris, captain his country for the yeah. first time. Yeah, yeah. Um, just so many little stories and yeah. and they all, yeah, played well. Um, so, yeah, hopefully hopefully that, that, that leads to bigger and better things for all of them. Yeah. So Ivan, with the, uh, the the Panthers winning uh, all four grades, you know the the juniors right through, like that that must have been a sensational achievement for everybody involved. But how, how involved are you? Yeah, well, firstly, it was an amazing achievement. It was something that was sort of brewing, but there had to be so many things that lined up, mm. you know, nicely. Yeah, yeah, and it just seemed to. Kind of all fall in place. The SG Ball team won the first one. They were down twenty nil to the Roosters at halftime, and they won that. The kick, oh. you know, from the sideline. Uh, oh, yeah. Our, um, our flag team won, yeah, um, in Golden Point with a field goal. So, you know, a couple of little things like that obviously mm. could go either way. But um, yeah, yeah I, I'm look. I'm my job's to yeah, like. Guide the team, like uh, in, terms, in terms of lead the club, like uh, around standards and culture and um, systems, and you know that's sort of my job to set that, and then it's my job to also let other people do their job. And um, mm. we've got a great network of staff, and um, all the way from NRL all, all the way down through. You know, we've got a great pathway system um, that is really starting to bear fruit, and it needs to. You know, with all these players leaving, well, we need to mm. not just keep bringing players through, but we're gonna. They got to be good, you know. They yeah. got to be ready, ready to go. And, yep. Yep. Yeah, so that's sort of my, my role there, and um, mm. I don't get uh, yeah too involved in it. If I see things I probably maybe don't like, I will I'll mention it. But I must say, mm. the last few years, it's been a pleasure to sit back and watch all those guys go to work. Um, now you mentioned about the youngsters and the and the growth and that sort of stuff. Um, the NRL is now about to do the seventeenth team. It's been named. It's been listed. Um, the Canterbury Panthers, red hot. <laughs> Now, I'll tell you what, but do they have to send them all the way up to bloody the end of Queensland? But on a serious note, the Dolphins, um, is that something down the track where you'd like to take on as a team that's just be the inaugural coach and, and sort of start from grassroots like that? Or is that just like, man, that's too hard. You can have that, Bennett. <laughs> That'll yeah, give you the heart attack, I'll tell uh, you. I've sort of probably in the past thought about something like that, um, but not recently. I, I, I do sort of look at, um, you know, as you sort of see their their roster um, start growing, it'd be it'd be kind of fun. Um, yeah. it's a big job. I mean, oh, to, huge. Mm. yeah, just to have a 
um, just about set a plan and have no have nothing, and then all of a sudden you've got to have a whole team together. You nearly um, did that at the Warriors because you weren't the Warriors weren't too much around before you took over, but they had some superstars that were homegrown, you know, to help too. Yeah, um, I've well, I've sort of re, you know been involved in some rebuilds, like in Panthers. And yeah, like that's. About ten years ago now, and um, it was a lot different to what it looks like now. So, yep. that part of Gus's five-year plan. <laughs> yeah, it was that extended. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, annually for a while. <laughs> to save his paycheck. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I quite like that. Um, I must say I'm enjoying having a you know a premiership um, window team at the moment because um, that's that's sort of new for me as well. It was only it's the first. You know, the last few years, the first time I've really had a team that I, th- you know, the Warriors, we had a, you know, we had some good years, but we probably were, you know, surprise packets more than anything. Whereas yeah. it's nice to have a team now where you can actually, mm. hey, you know, we're a shot it's to win. Solid. Yeah, you're a shot to win, not just try and make the eight or survive or, you know, go mm. up the ladder or whatever. So, so did you give your mate any advice who's going over to coach him now? Did you tap him on the shoulder and say, look, watch your wallets? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Bill Asante's gone. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, and look, to answer your question, I would never say no to anything. Yep. Anything can happen. But right now, I'm I'm pretty happy where I am. Actually, you mentioned before about how losing the players. Um, and having the nursery come up and, and fill that void, you've actually lost some coaching staff. So how do you fill that void? Yeah, well, it's something that we've also gone through over the last few years. You know, we've had coaches leave, um, yeah, well, three years three years running now, so um, in various parts of the, of the organisation. So um, you just, yeah, we, uh, I like to hire from within. I think that's an important thing to have. Um, so not just players see pathways through through. Um, coming through your system, but also coaches. Mm-hmm. I think it gives motivation for some of these coaches we talk about through the pathways. And, um, you know, if you're just bringing in people over the top of them all the time, then, you know. Yeah, it's disheartening. Yeah, I think so. So we've got some great coaches. So um, I like to do a little bit of that, but it's also nice to bring someone in sometimes from somewhere else, just mm-hmm. to yep. fresh ideas. And Yep. Yeah, so you just you, you replenish, like, you know, we all we, we all want to think that we're you know, irreplaceable, um, but no nobody is. Mm-hmm. And um, although it's sad to see players and staff go, really sad, and it's you know, but you just yeah, you just got to said it's it's good for them. It's like know? any job, I suppose, when colleagues move on, yeah, because you know they're following a plan for themselves. Yeah, and you just got to restock, regenerate. You've got to evolve, and um, life goes on. Well, I bumped into Brad Drew last night. He hasn't stopped smiling, so he's cheering. <laughs> is he still hungover? No, he's actually sober this time. And time. has he made up with his wife? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> we saw him after they won the uh, the grand final last year. Uh, yeah. I don't think he remembers. <laughs> he hadn't been home for a while. And yeah. his wife was ringing. <laughs> he just sent him home. <laughs> yeah. But, oh. I mean, that's, that's cool though, isn't it? Yeah. It but, is. Um, you know, a guy like Drew, he still gets, you know, so much enjoyment out of Yeah, he's loves so him. passionate. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a good man. He's a good coach. Um, just off topic a little bit, I'm going to go see Dave Chappelle on Saturday night. Uh, I like to unwind with a bit of comedy, a bit of a laugh. Is there a comedian that you sort of go to that that entertains you? And, and you know, when you're having a bit of a dull day, you might lift the spirits. I've always been a bit of a, a Glenn Robbins fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I actually played golf with him in a in a. A, a tournament over in New Zealand a few years ago. I don't think he, he had no idea who I was. So that was <laughs> I bet he does now. <laughs> well, probably a doubt of his. I think he's, he's a Victorian. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so I've always been a bit of a fan of his. Um, other than that, like, uh, you know, um, I was an Eddie Murphy fan back in the day. Oh, yeah, I'm showing my age. Yeah. And, um, yeah. 
Yeah, other than that, like, I don't know. Who's, who are you guys into? Well, the guy, one guy, and the reason I asked this, uh, Jim Jeffries is yeah. a local Australian. Yes. He's, he's part of a bid to bring back the Bears, uh-huh. and he's going to put the money behind it. And he said, look, you know, there's a couple of them, like Fairley and all that, still trying to get the Bears back in. And yeah. um, so there's a bit of talk about hopefully they can become the 18th team. Um, he's just like, yeah, fuck whatever. I've just got the money, guys. You pick a team and a place, and it's got to be called the Bears. Would you like to see the Bears back? And if so, where? Obviously, I don't think it happened in North Sydney, but where would you like to see an outfit like that go? Yeah, I'd love to see the Bears back. I'm an, I'm an old bear, so yeah. um, I said I bump into so many people that are still really passionate about the club, and it was just just sad to see the way it all ended and yeah. fairly abruptly, actually, at the time. Um, so much history there. Yeah, I like the, the the ideas that were being sort of tabled around playing some games at North Sydney, and then yep. um, I don't know if that's yeah, I got the ability to work out or not, but I would just love to see red and black somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Central Coast, you know, like it's... A lot of talk about that, yeah. It's a great ground to watch the footy from. A lot of people saying yeah. Perth too at the moment. They're saying yeah. that's pretty red hot. Well, I think Perth's probably be handy for, you know, television times and stuff, mm. which is obviously a big a big part of the game these days and um, the way the NRL's run, it's all about, you know, about the... Yeah, you know, how, how marketable the, the stars and cents so. and expand it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, going on um, on television times and things like that, we often talk about the grand final and it being at night. How do you feel about that? Do you want it back in the afternoon or? Uh, it's just I, one two straight. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, um, I know, I, but like, how does that? How, obviously, the players in your team and in the past couple of teams have probably never played at 3pm on a Sunday afternoon in a grand final but you know lots of other people have and I know as a as a kid I loved it and as a parent I think I would prefer it um, but what's your take on it? Yeah well I certainly grew up in the era of you know grand final Barbies and yeah, um, yeah. so you know, I guess from a player's perspective often they would probably prefer to play earlier because yep. it's a long day nerve wise and yeah so, um, but also at that time of year in October, it could be super hot as yes. well. So that's another factor. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not against taking it back um, to you know to an afternoon one. I know they they moved it like a twilight thing um, oh, yeah. yep. a few years back. Yeah, they um, tried like that. five five thirty something like that, which I, I thought was okay because it at least started in kind of mm-hmm. daylight and it's yeah. better for kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, You've also got the, you know, the shadows of the grandstand and stuff. Does that impact the players a lot? Not Does really. It, I no? mean, yeah, like uh, maybe little things like, you know, if you win the toss, you might want to go against sort of with the sun, you mm-hmm. know. But, but that would be things like that. I don't think it's going to have a too big an effect. It's, you know. you t- got to turn up on Outdoor day. sport. Yeah. you gotta, <laughs> you got to roll with it. But, um, yeah, like I said, uh, one thing I know about the NRL at the moment, it's just all about, the, about money and mm-hmm. it's business. So, you know, however that rolls, that's how, what they'll do. So you'd, you'd like to see it stay in Sydney and the grand final, not played in interstate? Yeah, I was sort of – I was a bit – I didn't really have a um, – like a ingrained opinion on this, especially after winning a premiership in mm. in um, Queensland. Yep. And sort of get that, you know, that Super Bowl thing. I don't think we've got good enough stadiums to be able to do that. I, I've thought about it since and I just think it should stay in Sydney. Yeah, I think grand final day is a big day in Sydney. Everyone always supports it. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, we've got the most people, the biggest stadium, so let's keep it here. On those days, do you get to see much of the pre-game entertainment? No. Or you're just too info- focused on the players, let's get this game won, let's do it? Yeah, I remember when I was uh, I was with the Roosters, I just started coaching. So I think it was 2003 or four. was when the Panthers won or the Dogs. So yep. um, Dogs got 2000. It was when It was when Billy Idol played or didn't play. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I was inside the sheds and I, I thought, you know, I'm not going to have a little sneak outside just before. Mm. Just wait for some power. Yeah, it went out <laughs> and it was dark and, and – uh, yeah, so as it's turned out, I still have never seen any, any <laughs> anything like that. So. so good news coming up with signings. Um, the Cyril Pest, why did you re-sign him? You've got to get rid of this bloke eventually. He's, he's a thorn in your ass. Well, not really, you know, but I suppose when you play for Australia, you play for your state. Liam Martin, he's a bloody good kid, actually. We, we like him. We've had him on the show. He's a good friend. But what a good signing. You get to keep him until the end of 2024. Yeah, Yeah, would yeah, prefer like um, – we probably would have preferred a little bit longer, but as it turned out, that's sort of how it worked out. And in the end, it was just good to get him. You'll take it, yeah. Yeah, for another couple of years, which at this time, um, the way things are going, it's that's a that's a long time. And so it's just nice to have, um, you know, it's still a, a good core of the good team core, there yeah. for at least another couple of years. Um, consistency. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's really made some progress in the last season. I thought his form at the end of the World Cup was outstanding. Mm. Yeah, yeah, And was. even in origin. Yeah, so I think... He's just about to go into his prime. He's growing, um, yeah. Which cool. a lot of our a lot of our guys are. That's an exciting thing. There, mm-hmm. a lot of them are, haven't reached their physical prime, and they're still really, you know, learning the game. And they're all um, still young. So. What, 23, 24, A lot of them, they're, you know, they're, they're still yeah, a lot young pups. Yeah, a lot of them like that kind of sort of twenty five kind of age. Um, you know, like yeah, he's he's one of the old guys at sort of twenty eight, so, <laughs> and he's still got he looks after himself, so he's got plenty of time left. Yeah. Um, we brought Peach back just to get the. the the average age up a little bit. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's um, that's yeah, that, that's a cool thing. How old is Dylan Edwards really? Dylan's twenty six. Really? Yeah. yeah Shit. Well, Why do you think he looks forty six? Oh, I think he looks older. <laughs> oh no, he's got oh, a baby face. No, I saw him no. in the plaza the other day. No, he? he's got to be thirty. He's lovely. He Just came to the. He came to the St Mary's um, junior presentation day oh, and handed he? out a whole bunch of um, trophies I, and stuff. I'll tell you what, he had a bloody good year last year. Every mate. photo I took, he's just yeah, yeah, all cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a very, very humble man. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah extremely humble, almost to the yeah, point you got to slap him and say, mate, just t- t- <laughs> yeah. appreciate credit, this. Mate. Do something, yeah. yeah. <laughs> take some credit, yeah. What a season. Own it. You're a champion, mate. Come yeah. on. So <laughs> this season you, you've got no kick out and uh, no chorus out. Um, does that change the way you play the game? Yeah, it does a little bit. Mm. Yeah, particularly uh, with Appy because he touches the ball so often and mm. as a hooker and no one's going to be able to be kick out. No. Mm. <laughs> no one's even going to be able to look like him for some <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. it does. It, yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we've got, uh, we've got some plans around that. I think, you know, Mitch Kenny's someone who uh, is ready. You know, mm. he's, he's sort of been in watching Appy and – learning off him and even last year the fact that he started all the games in the semi-finals which wasn't expected by the way well that wasn't actually a plan until later in the season it just seemed to work so we, we stuck with it mm. that'll be good for him yeah um it's just about yeah using the strengths of your team and your players and um we've still got a lot of strike and a lot of a lot of good players so mm. yeah it's uh it's sad to to the caliber of player and people to, like that to leave, but you've just like you know we mentioned earlier, you've just got to move on, and yeah, we'll use the strengths of the guys we've got. So the first trial match is against the Eels, isn't it? Correct. And do you are you playing 
you know, sort of your second grade team or you're putting all your top players on to have a run? Yeah, no, most of the top guys won't play that game. Yeah. Um, we've got the World Club Challenge against St. Helens the following week. Yeah. Most of our guys, 14, I think, um, came back late because of the World Cup. So yep. they just haven't got to quite, rest them. Quite, they just haven't, well, not so much rest. They just haven't done the work yet. So yeah. um, they all came back a week early just to be able to play for that in that World Cup, World Cup which yeah. is cool because they all want to do it. Yeah, well, they haven't won yeah. one yet. That's probably one thing they haven't been able to do yet is win one of those. So that's going to be a great experience. Yeah, and, and the club's uh, hasn't won one either. So, yeah, yeah it's another trophy and, it's a, yeah, it's a huge opportunity to be able to be crowned, you know, the best team in the world. Well, they have to build another cabinet. Yeah, <laughs> it's getting big. Um, Actually, I, I, like, so. I like the way uh, you, you keep letting Parramatta beat you all year and then you just you flog, flog with the big ones. Yeah. <laughs> when it counts. They actually thought yeah. they had a chance. Just yeah. give them enough rope and they'll hang themselves. Yeah, yeah mate. Um, made great talking for us. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> you pick out Garner from the Tigers. Um, he's, he's a good solid player too. So what are you expecting from him? Yeah, I um, – I coached Garns down at down at the Tigers. Actually, you know, handed him his debut back in oh, 2018. Nice. Yep. Yeah. So I knew a bit about him. Um, been watching sort of from afar the last few years, and um, yeah, like we um, we didn't lose kicks because we didn't want him. As you know, it comes to financial reality, you know. Mm. So, yeah. so we're looking for a player that. Um, let's be honest, was not not in the same pay same pay grade, but I felt that. Uh, he could be someone that could really thrive in our environment. I think we could be good for him, and I think he could be good for us. And be so like Sorensen. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, similar type guys. Um, he had a great year. Oh, he last did. Year. Yeah, yeah, and that's you know he's looking really good. Um, he sort of takes a while to get used to for guys that come from other clubs or some of the other clubs to how we train and how we do things. And you know, he's he's taken that on board and he's got himself in a position where I feel like he's going to have a really good year. Actually, yeah. I thought um, Tavita Pangai Jr. fit in really, really well when he came for that last bit. But he yeah. fit in good at the dogs last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, well, different well, culture there. Uh, pissed me right off. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually really a really nice feeling to to have guys come into your club and work hard and and succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, tribute that, too. That's uh, yeah. Well, it's tribute to everybody, I think, and mm. and to the. Players themselves that they yep. they they come they basically give give themselves to you and yeah they just surrender to your way and, and yeah so Tavita in particular like he he had a lot of personal um, mm. sort of tragedy at the time it was yeah. pretty radical what yeah. happened there and yep. and um, he had a lot of people you know like he wasn't yeah, always getting the, the best raps and yeah I thought he did great and he, he was a huge reason we beat Melbourne in the prelim in twenty twenty one yeah unfortunately he got injured and couldn't play in the big one did you yeah. watch his boxing match. <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't. The no. bloke that he hit still hasn't seen the replay. <laughs> he hasn't woken up. He yeah. murdered him. <laughs> uh, he's got yeah. He's he's got arms that are, should be outlawed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Fisher Harris these days. Oh, yes, yes. But he's got the eyes to back it up. <laughs> Jeez, I tell you what. Actually, um, I think you were on here via phone in 2021. And we asked you what sort of superstitions you'd had. And because you were on such a long winning streak, you hadn't cut your hair and you hadn't replaced a battery in your watch. Was there any other superstitions last year? I tried to cut back last year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I ditched the, the – it mightn't look like but I ditched the hair thing. I sort of, sort of yeah, get cut whenever. Um, the watch – the watch so, – yeah, I've got a new battery, but I changed <laughs> the watch from year to year. I, I wear the same shoes if we're winning, so – that's, I'm pretty much keeping it to that. I'm trying to – I just struggle. I, I, it's just something that I 
that I, I believe. I don't know. I don't know if I really believe it. I just do it. You know, I don't know why. Well, you don't want to jinx it, right? No, it's, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, I, I keep this is the answer, a standard answer. If it's good enough for Tiger Woods to wear a red shirt yes. on, on day four, <laughs> yeah. it's good enough for me to, to, to wear a watch that doesn't work. That's a good strategy. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, now, as you know, in life, there's two certain things, death and taxes. I'm going to give you a third. Super Bowl day. You're going to get a phone call from a very sick Nathan Cleary who doesn't want to come to work because he wants to watch a Super Bowl. Um, me being a business owner and, and obviously you too, Vop, yeah, being yeah. a business owner, Crackers, you got your own too. You, you hear a lot of bullshit when people want to ring in sick. What's one of the best ones you've heard from a player who's phoned up? He's, he doesn't want to come to training. You know he's full of shit. That, you don't have to name names. Yeah. But what's a good one you've heard? You went, oh, mate, that'll do me. But we'd yeah. like it if you did name names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one particular player – at Penrith in the early days, who, who would break down on the M4 oh. uh, at least once every preseason. That's and unfortunate. Usually, when it was about the biggest day we we're going to about to have. So oh. by, the, by the third year in a row, I was like, "Mate, he, he's not." Gone. Honestly, do you think? Yeah, surely you're earning enough money to have a again. decent car now. <laughs> yeah, anyway, he, he wasn't around for much longer. Uh, <laughs> another guy that I, I definitely can't name name his name. Um, was so scared of preseason. It's, it's all around preseason. He's so scared mm. of it that he actually said, rang in and said that his mother was 50 50 and he was at the hospital. Um, so it was a bit like it puts you straight in the back foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's and, yeah. Uh, Anyway, found out um, uh, mum did have a bit of a, uh, a heart condition, but she was at home uh, watching movies with, with her daughter. So. so she was all fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, that, that was this guy, this, this particular guy, believe it or not, had had a couple of indiscretions at that point. Yeah, that, was, okay. that was the last day yeah, that's, that's that he came to work. Actually, he didn't come to work. So. <laughs> yeah, that was see it. See you later. Yeah. The locker was already cleaned out when he did come back. Yeah. So, yeah, apart from that, um, it's just kind of the usual ones, you know. Oh, you know, the, oh, I feel terrible. Anyway, come in, we'll have a look at you. Yeah, I was about oh. to say. Do okay. you have a medical team? I've heard that's true. You make them come in and, and your doctors will go over them. Yeah, which kind of changed in, in COVID. Everything mm. changed a little yeah, bit there. Yep. But we're now sort of trying to get back to – it's not like the old days because you actually le- legitimately – I think we, we actually do – if someone's got decent signs of sickness, like particularly fever or something, we'll definitely won't make them train. Whereas back in the day, like – and if you could walk in, you were training. Simple yeah, as that. Yeah. yeah, I don't care what you're going to give to anyone else. We'll and just... if you didn't vomit afterwards, you didn't work hard enough. <laughs> well, we, we've had Craig Gower on here. And Craig yeah. Gower said the same. He used to walk out of the Panthers Monday morning ready for training, six in the morning, he'd be struggling out, pissed as a fart, but he'd be the best trainer on the paddock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he used to turn up no matter what. So, yeah, times have changed, that's for sure. Yeah, a little yeah. bit more sensible. We almost killed um, – Bizzer actually out out in the Cronulla Sandhills a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like he, he was in all sorts. He was cramping that badly, but he was still going. So he's, this is, gives an insight into yeah, what kind of character he is. Like he yeah. should have stopped. And a normal human would have stopped. But in the end, I can't remember the actual – what he had, but it's sort of when your whole system shuts down and – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, lucky we had uh, Craig Catterick, who was our, one of our trainers at the time. He was a, he was a um, – a registered nurse from the police police force, and lucky he was there. Yeah, because like, Biz ended up going. He had to get a hospital. We had to get a, <laughs> like an ambulance into the dunes to get him out of there. And <laughs> the he, he missed about wow. three or four weeks training. The tall helicopter's coming over. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So anyway, you, you get through those little ones and think, oh, maybe we probably should have given him a bit more water or something. <laughs> <laughs> that extra lap just wasn't on, mate. So have you got any uh, anything new with um, pre-season training this year? In no, those sand dunes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Not really. Um, as I said earlier, it's a very short one for a lot of our players. Um, 
you know, when you firstly make the grand final, then there's a World Cup. Um, you know, and when I say make the grand final, so all our grades made it, so they all kind of finished late. So mm. you've got to give them a certain amount of time off these days too, which in the old days you could kind of, you know, m- manage that a little bit, you know. Yeah. I don't care if we've made the grand final, we're coming back in four weeks because we've got to start in November or something like yeah, that. Whereas yeah. now that you have to give them a certain amount X of time. X amount of time, yeah. Which is a good thing, by the way. Yeah. So we've had to learn how to, how to try and package it all in a, in a smaller, which is – you can do uh, to some extent. The younger guys need a little bit longer, but a lot of our guys are now sort of experienced and um, you can kind of package in all that sort of stuff that you need because you just have to do the work. Uh, but we've got better at, um, yeah, training at a higher intensity um, in a shorter amount of time. But that, that brings risks of injury, which is and if guys get injured in a small preseason, it, that really hurts you. So it's a really uh, tight schedule, a lot of managing by a lot of people, and our staff do a great job. Well, Ivan, have you got any aspirations for a father-son combination at state level or even national? No. To coach? <laughs> no. I, well, I get asked this a bit about, you know, um, rep coaching and stuff because I, I didn't really – I didn't play rep footy, so I feel like it's a it's a domain that I'm not really comfortable in and, and you've sort of seen – particularly in like origin and stuff like it's kind of like a big advantage I think if you've been in that environment and you understand because it's different so yeah. I'm happy you know and I, I love going watching the origin games when that plays and I have a few beers and just sit back mm. and relax yeah I get really nervous and you know our, our whole family does because you know the, the level of intensity and the expectation around those games and particularly the halfback is mm-hmm. yeah. pretty full on Pivotal. So, mm. yeah yeah especially we, I mean that question in particular, you could look back at Craig Bellamy. You know, he had the best team going around the Melbourne Storm, but he couldn't coach against them. Yeah. You know, and then it was so hard for him to get, you know, New South Wales to beat up his club players that he really relied on mm. during the year too. Yeah. I think Billy Slater's probably a good example yeah. last year, you know, like never coached before and comes in and just – he's obviously really smart and looks like a really good people person. And, yeah. But he gets origin, I think, and – yeah, did a great job. You bloody hope he does. <laughs> it's a champion. Over <laughs> yeah, there, he, he didn't do a bad job. Uh, he went all right. Yeah. Part of the dynasty. How do you go when you do have so many of your players representing New South Wales or Queensland? Um, is it just a case of the reward is worth more than the risk? Or like how do you how do you plan for potential injuries and for them to not be back uh, relatively soon afterwards? Well, firstly, you have to embrace it because mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Um, so, um, but I have learned to understand that you get a lot of benefit out of it in many, many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, like for players, it's they all want to, they're all the same. They want to play yeah. at the highest level, and that's what you want them to play. Of course. And the bigger the games, and you can't get any bigger than Origin. Like yeah. the 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 experience they get out of that, um, the build up preparation, the pressure, uh, playing with, you know, guys mm. from other clubs. Yep. Different um, coaching styles. Yeah, all this stuff yep. uh, is 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 amazing for them. Um, it's a real challenge throughout the year, though, through the middle part of the year. So mm-hmm. you're missing players, not just for the games, but it's almost like a six-week period where they're just not at training. Yeah. I think yeah. Yowie had maybe two training sessions in six weeks. Jeez. So they – I don't want to sound like like we know everything, but it's like the style that we train at it will be different to Origin. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So little things that are like little nuances that they do every day, mm-hmm. every training, so they sort of lose a bit of that. Yeah. So you got these uh, your best players 
actually come back out of origin, they're kind of we kind of need to fine tune them a bit yeah. to the stuff that we do and yeah. Yeah. bring them back to pace. Yeah, and also just um, how big that series is and the emotional you know yeah. toll it takes on players. You've got to be careful not to you know burn them out after that too. But it's all like we've been a little bit fortunate the last couple of years because we've had some wins in the bank, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. you can rest players and stuff. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I've definitely learned a little bit. About that too. So um, during COVID, they put the origin at the end of the season. Do you prefer that, or are you still happy with it in the middle? Yeah, I would as a well selfishly mm. uh, at the end of the season I mean, yeah. would be great, but yeah. I think that's going to hurt the international game, which is what we don't want. Mm. I think mid season, yeah, out too, won't they? Ah, uh, well, the players going to be burnt out no matter what we do. I think. Mm-hmm. I think mid season, as long as I, yeah. I feel like it's still the pinnacle. You know, the the NRL started and it just gets so much, um, like, there's so many eyes or eyeballs on that, you know, on Mm -hmm. that series. Um, It does hurt the NRL a little bit throughout that period, but I don't think this – I don't see how we can avoid that. Um, Just got to accept. Just got to roll with it. Mm -hmm. And you know what, if if your penalty is having a lot of players playing origin, come semifinal time – you get the benefits. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Now, talking about players, clubs, we've got the clean slate. It's a brand new season. What team are you looking forward to seeing? That's You're thinking, oh, I'm clean to see how they go this year. They've got something. Panthers. Yeah. Well, that's the <laughs> obvious one. And they're number two dogs because yeah. nah, they're Panthers. <laughs> that's all I care about. Like, yeah. yeah I, Is there a team that you look at and go, oh, yeah, that should go all right this year? I reckon there's a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, honestly, if, uh, and I do this most years. You look through each team and – you go, oh, you know, like there's no reason why they shouldn't be better. And it doesn't always, obviously, doesn't work out that way. But um, uh, yeah, I think it'd be hard pressed trying. You know, you know when you get guys going, oh, you know, the Broncos, they should make eight. Oh, yeah. Raiders, you know, or that's what they did. So, you know, the Dogs or someone else, they should make the eight. The Dragons, yeah. And you go, oh, yeah, they, okay. Well, so who's dropping out? Yeah, <laughs> Panthers, Melbourne, Roosters. Yeah, they're still yeah, up there. Like, South, Para. Yeah, mm. yeah. So how do you fit them all in? So I, what that means though is like, how good's our comp? Like it. Yeah, yeah, that is good. It is really cool. And yeah. when you hear people saying that there's not enough talent out there to to build these teams, that, as you just mentioned, you rattle these teams off and you start thinking of the players in those teams. You think, shit, yeah, you know what? Every team always unearths a superstar each year. Someone wants it more and they always come out and they make a name for themselves. So you're right. I, I think pretty much all, all teams, maybe besides Newcastle, but um, <laughs> they should go all right. <laughs> yeah. well, we all run off the same cap. Well, yeah. yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Yeah. Look at it, you Viper. Well, almost all of us. <laughs> yeah, about 15 of the teams. <laughs> talk, talk but that me. does mean – sorry, that, that does mean that, you know, if you get it right, so, you know, the coach or, you know, the culture or, or teamwork or whatever, if you get it right, then you can go – you can – you can make your way up the ladder pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Talk to me off air. I'll explain how the sombrero works. <laughs> yeah. It starts, oh, with, starts with a brand new yeah. car. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the top six this year, you know, like they they look just as good on paper as they did last year. And, and it's hard to see a team that's outside that top six breaking in. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and you look at those, as you mentioned, that they don't – just look good, you'd think they're going to get better. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, there's uh, like the Cowboys, for example. I mean, they didn't look like a mm. one-hit wonder. Well, they didn't really deserve to lose last year, did they? Yeah, well, hey, let's not get too <coughs> controversial. Come on. <coughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? 
Oh, well, the Tigers, the the kickoff off the oh, siren. Oh yeah. The, oh god. Yeah. yeah. What a flip of the coin that one what was. A drama. That yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> Kyle felt still hasn't stopped crying. <laughs> Go anyway. to the bunker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the actual one? That? Do you like the rule changes that come out? You know, the bunkers now less uh, less involved and things like Thank that. God. Is it? How is it less involved? Well, I think they can only look now at tries. They can't go back and look at certain players unless it was a professional foul and oh, okay. uh, things like that. I think they've that changed might, some rules. Yeah, they change it mid-season too, I feel. Yeah, yeah probably. No, the, well, the opening statement was uh, we're not changing any rules and then they <laughs> change, change about five. Yeah, so <laughs> they should not, be politicians. It's a policy on the run. It keeps changing. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I don't want to get sort of nah. – Yeah. Uh, you know what? One thing about what's going on these days is that they just you do what you're told and get on with it. Yeah. You get paid nicely. Let's do it. All right, let's have some fun. Um, oh, you got my more crackers? Go yeah. for it. Um, so you've um, you and Nathan have lived a dream of the father son duo. If Nathan retired and left or left uh, Panthers tomorrow, would you hang around and wait for Jet? Look <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, yeah. <laughs> Jet will so, be knocking uh, Nathan off the perch soon. You, you uh, <laughs> well, well, yeah. So I guess all you do all you. Your listeners know who Jet is. My daughter does. I know what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My 17 year old daughter does. (laughs) Jetty's my second son, number three and four. Uh, Yeah, so he's he's in the SG Ball squad this year. So he's all right, too. He's playing a development game. He's been injured a lot. He's had like four surgeries in the last four years. So COVID and all that. So he's um, just wants to play some. Some footy. Yeah, some mm. footy, yeah. Um, Good little halfback. Yeah, yeah. He tried to change positions actually a couple of years ago because I think he just saw the whole trying to follow in Nathan's footsteps as a bit hard, which I understand, but mm-hmm. he's a halfback, so he, yeah. sh- he should do that. He's a good little player. We'll he's just, grown too. He's got some height yeah, now. Yeah, we'll just, you know what, we'll see. Uh, yeah. I'm terrified of all the, you know, the comparisons and yeah, what yeah. he's going to have to go through, so um, – Nathan's not retiring soon. No, so. <laughs> I, I won't let no, him. No, I was just trying to make <laughs> no an excuse way. for you know. Yeah, I, I, um, that's it, it. Could be yeah an interesting situation because one of the reasons I came, well, yeah, one of the reasons I came to Penrith, back to Penrith, was to coach um, Nathan because I hated coaching against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really did. It'd be it was, hard. Just, yeah. uh, just yeah, I, I did. I hated it. Um, so yeah, I don't really want to do it again. But yeah. who knows. I mean, the way Nathan's going anyway, he, and I'm not just saying it because you're in the room, but he's going to go down as one of the best best players of all time. Absolutely. I was just what trying to achieved? make way for Jet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything about Nathan. I was just trying to give oh, yeah. Jet a free runway. Jetty's just another kid trying to play footy have fun. <laughs> what did you say? Sounds more like you're trying to get your daughter into yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, look at her. She's a good girl. We're on to you. <laughs> all right, well, let's have some fun. Uh, champions out there, as you know, we always do the Jordan and Half moments of the week. But because this is the first episode of the year since last year, we'll, we'll allow it to go back over the Christmas break. Two uh, crackers. Let's kick it off with the Jordan Awards. Who's your Jordan for the week, mate? I'm going with um, Claire Polkamon. I think that's how you say it. So she's a Matildas defender. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And the Matildas only need to win one more game um, against Argentina on the sixth of March, and then they'll win the inaugural Cup of um, Nations. But Claire only has one more game, which would be that one. Yep. Um, to break the Australian record for the most internationals for Ma- the Matildas. Shit, okay. Yeah, so that's a pretty good effort. So she debuted in 2006 um, when she was 17 years old. So it's all um, the talk have been about Sam Kerr, but yeah. Yeah, I know, exactly. No one like, knows any other players, really. No, that's, so that's right. Good. Yeah, I was watching a video on her and, you know, she just looks lovely. She speaks really well. She's very humbled. Yeah. Okay, nice yeah, one. Great player. Yeah. What about you, Ivan? You got a Jordan of the week? Yeah, Talking to you guys earlier, this might be a bit controversial. 
Yeah, mine's Novak Djokovic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would say I wasn't really ever his greatest fan. Uh, yeah. I was more into Federer and uh, Rafa. A bit more classier. Mm. Yeah, I, I just, but I just, I just can't feel anything but um, admiration for what these guys do. You know, his age. Um, you know, the whole COVID thing and and just the the level of dedication and training and effort and. Was yeah. he 35, 36? I think. Yeah. yeah. And just, uh, he just destroyed that. He was time. dominant. Yeah. yeah. I just, and like, he's got more money than God. Like, what's, <laughs> what's, what's the know, motivation? What's yeah. the motivation? Just see how, like, um, emotionally was afterwards. I just think it's easy just to go, oh, well, you know, he's, he's Novak, so he's yeah. won it eight to nine times now. Who cares? Yeah. 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 But I just, I just, yeah, I, I just, I uh, really admire the, the, yeah, that's the way they just keep going for it and just keep getting up for it. And yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. The only thing I don't like about Joker is uh, we mentioned this before is during the game, you know, like the crowd, you want the crowd to get involved. And when the rally is happening, that's when the crowd's like, oh, 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 wow. You know, they're all getting excited. Yep. Turns around to the umpire and tells them to shut the fuck up. Well, what's that all about? Don't you <laughs> want to get them pumping you up? Yeah. Yeah, it's just that the, the, the fiery <laughs> European style, you know. Yeah, it's true. Just, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was odd. Could you imagine if Nathan's out on the sideline? And he turned around and said to the crowd, hey, H, come on, just settle down. I'm trying to kick. Yeah. The crowd, the crowd wouldn't have it. The power fans would be all right with that, wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, they'd fall into line. <laughs> all right, Viper, what about you, mate? What's your Jordan of the week? Uh, look, uh, we, um, we, we shit-canned the Eagles in uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, I was going to say, which yeah. sport are you, mate? Yeah. yeah, when they were a 13-1. Yes, and uh, and we we sat we stood here in the studio and said, uh, oh, they've had the easiest draw that you could ever have. They haven't played it. Well, they did at that time. Yeah, yeah well, they did. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we said they haven't played a top side, and, and yeah, wait till they they get up against the top sides, they they won't stand up. Well, they still haven't. They had they didn't oh. play the Patriots this year. Oh yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Who cares about the Patriots? They're like the Packers. Yeah. They're like my Packers, but but uh, oh, geez, you got to give it to them. Uh, they, they're in the big dance. Yeah, um, they look good the, too. The Aussie Jordan, my lata. Oh. Oh, I didn't wow, cry very a, much. What a game he had. They're forty nine. Yeah. I see you oh, later. Did they yeah. even turn up. Jeez. Um, I was I was highly offended yeah. with your your message. Yeah. I tried not the, to respond emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Timberlake, bye bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> they deserved it, but going on here, yeah. five thousand dollars to sign with the Rabbitohs, and he's now on sixty five million over there in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. it's just sensational. But what do you do with him in league? He's six foot five, weighs about two hundred kilos. Like he's huge. He's six foot eight, and he's more than that. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it's a great story, isn't it? But it, you, you see him get interviewed after the game, and he's he's just so humble. Yeah, you know, Samoan. He's he, he just it's just a great story. He was on that singing show over there where they dress up in teddy bear yeah. suits and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't even know he could sing, but apparently he can. Oh, the masked singer. Mask singer. Yeah, the masked singer. singer. Yeah. That's the worst show, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say I've watched it. But I love just, Car Crash TV. I love it. <laughs> but just just on 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 Joker, yeah. Like I um I, I thought the same thing. I watched the when he spoke after the the game, and and I've never liked him. I, he was he ranks up there with Kyrgios as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and but, Serena. That's saying Ooh. something. No, no, I like Serena. Oh, you so like her now? She's retired no, again. She's retired yeah. now. And, <laughs> but I want to put the kiss of death on him, but I can't. He's just too good. He's winning. Yeah, yeah. He's and just, the problem is, I think the other two, yeah. they're gone. There's nobody. They're there. finished. There's no one good enough to beat. That's why it's Clay. I think Rafa will get Clay again. Yeah. That's his domain. But, uh, it's, but it's, his knee's got to hold up. But the, the, the la- I, I weighed up. I was going to, uh, I thought about making Tom Brady, you know, like he's just retired yesterday. Yeah, you're talking. He's announced his retirement. Again. Again, yeah. Mm. 
Uh, I want to see what he does in 40 days' time. Is this like Johnny Farnham or? <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. It's just about to have more yeah. comeback to or Elton John. So. Like I went to Elton John's last Yellow Brick Road in 2019 and then I just went again the other week. So <laughs> You <he's>, got ripped. <laughs> he's made more retirements from, uh, from, from the game than um, – a-Rod has uh, won, oh, won yeah. the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah. MVP yeah. but can't get out of the line. But why wouldn't you retire when you're getting $50 million a year for 10 years to be a commentator? How do you spend $50 million a year? Especially when he's like, just got divorced. Yeah, so. <laughs> he's lost yeah, that'd be a pretty big one too, I think. Yeah, yeah that would have been a big one. <laughs> saw the photos of her today rocking the uh, the suit, looking like Baywatch, but it was purple and pink. Well, $50 million She's still rocking it. It was more than he ever got paid to play. Yeah. Yeah, true. Hmm. All right, Mickey, into you, buddy. What's your Jordan of the Week champion? Mine's um, Australian Open again, so I'm mm. going to go the uh, go the doubles pairing, Jason Kubler yeah. and Rinky Hijikata. Yeah, the yeah. Kinkies. Yeah, so I don't know. They, what they call the Just Right, so is that what they were called? Nah, that ones were Special K. Special K. Because they're a bit right. special. But <laughs> these two were called the Kinkies, they apparently. So I wasn't sure. They, they said they were going to win one match, but they, they took out the whole Grand Slam. So. What, what a story that is, though. Like, they weren't even going to play it. And then what, they're sitting in a pub together and say, fuck, you want to go play the Aussie Open? The other bloke goes, yeah, all right, that sounds all right. Yeah, but maybe that's better because you don't have the pressure on yourself. Well, that just shows you when the special case won it. Who gives a fuck? These two weren't even going to play and they won it. Yeah, uh, but I'm like that when I go bowling with the kids. I just go, oh, <laughs> fuck it, and then I get three strikes in a row. Do you know what I mean? It takes the pressure off Then yourself. the game face is on. <sighs> yeah, then it's sheep stations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he, he, they probably thought, you know, we'll get knocked out in the first round. There's 30 grand in there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah get paid for, for sure. Yeah, like quick 695 one. for winning. Mm. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? I had to be devil's advocate, but don't you think that sort of makes it a little bit like like how – Like disrespectful? How, well, I don't know, like how, how easy or hard is this – this is this doubles. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it shows what the special case did last year was no big special feat because these <laughs> folks yeah. were just put cool. together and yeah. then they won. Yeah. It's actually yeah, like it is really cool what those yeah. guys did. They seem like really good fellas. Yeah. And, and They're likable lads. Yeah, I, I, I might have a crack next year. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> why not? Who are you going to partner with? Uh, I don't know. I'll just get in the pub and see yeah. you have a bit of a talk. <laughs> <laughs> Is go well. Nah. What about you, Captain? Cannot play tennis. Who's your Jordan? Oh yeah, look, I think you got to give your uh, your hats off to Steve Smith uh, for what he done. He got the Alan Border medal again, and this is a guy who couldn't even make the Australian T Twenty cricket yeah. team. And he scored more bloody runs in T20 than half the freaking teams in the comp. Um, he's just once again he's getting old a bit. He, you know he's getting on, but he's just defying the odds and keeps scoring. He's having rippers of years every time. Yep. Playing good Test cricket, good T20, and he's just a humble bloke, you know. Like mm. he is, he's in discretion years ago. He's owned it. He's moved on, and you just got to give the bloke praise. I think he's won four of them now. Yeah. So it's a bloody good effort from the bloke. I think. I think he should be the Australian captain. He should be Australian of the year, isn't that normally the go? Yeah. At least we know that one. All right, well, let's um, get into the uh, the Ouch. half moments. And for the new fans out there in Ivan, um, half means, uh, well, we thought we, we've got to stop being slack, the people call them Derek's, Gooses, Geese, whatever. We'll, we'll say, all right, we'll, we'll give you a pardon. You must have been hungover as fuck to do that. So that's what half means. Uh, crackers, what's your half moment for the week? <laughs> Um, so there's a popular song by Tom Jones called Delilah. We probably have all yeah. heard it. Um, Many it, times. It features at um, Welsh sporting events. Um, but this year it's going to be banned at the Six Nations tournament amid, amid allegations of sexism, bullying and racism. Yeah, right. So apparently the lyrics are pro- problematic and upsetting to some supporters. Shit. <laughs> lyrics to the song are... Oh, we had Snoop Dogg at bloody Super Bowl last year in that. <laughs> the lyrics to the, some of the lyrics to the song are, I crossed the street to her house 
and she opened the door. She stood there laughing. I felt the knife in my hand and she laughed no more. So that's yeah, right. uh, sexist. Apparently. Racist. That's how you picked up Mrs. Viper in the Viper. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I got her in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> so that's out of the halftime show. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. A song that was big in the 60s is now banned. Yep. Hey. All right, Viper, what about you? You got a half moment for the week? Yeah, I have. The Melbourne victory. <laughs> oh, didn't they disgrace themselves? Oh, know, here we like, go. They, in in the, uh, the match against Melbourne City, the, the fans invaded the pitch. Yep. Oh, they've they've hit the uh, the goalkeeper, goalkeeper with a garbage can full of who knows what. That's disgraceful. It was. It, well, it'll be fair. He flew a flare, a flare at him. Oh, yeah, he threw it. Back. Might have been thrown at him first. <laughs> yeah, he threw it back to him. Yeah, you know, like hot potato. Your yeah, turn. Yeah, yeah. yeah, catch this. It. Um, he didn't yeah, even like, get banned. Yeah, they. It was just that. That was just yep. too bad to be true. And you know, like they they've copped a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar ban and and uh, a fine. Sorry. Yep. And uh, a number of other bands as well, but it, there's, there was nothing good in that. It, nothing good at all for soccer. Well, tell me what. Just diversing a little bit about soccer, and we, we mentioned Brad Drew before. His son, mm. he's having an outstanding yeah, year there for MacArthur. Yep. He's going really good. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he's been tracking really well for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, coming out of school, boys, and. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, um, he's going he's great. obviously gets his talent from his mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mickey, what about yourself, mate? Have you got a half moment of the week? Oh, mine's from last month. It's uh, Melbourne base as well. Melbourne Stars. Fuck, Melbourne's copping it tight. Melbourne Stars. <laughs> Where they were hitting the top of the roof and, and getting sixes. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. They got two of them in one, one match. Open the freaking roof. <laughs> yeah, open the roof. They were sitters. You would have caught them. Yeah. But they, they got, a water with, uh, got a water with the six. Instead. Wow. So it's a six if you hit the roof. Apparently, yeah. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> what about you, Ivan? Have you got a half moment for the week, the year? No, I, I don't really. I don't, look, I don't want to get into politics because that's not really my go. No. But I've got to, it's got to be Vladimir Putin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like, is that, how is that war still going on? What, I don't know. What, like, how does this work in life uh, where sure. someone gets to decide that they're just going to destroy the neighbour and just keep killing people? Keep going, yeah. And everyone just goes, well, that's okay. We'll give them a couple of tanks <laughs> and, and we're happy. We're done. Anyway. What's he got on the other countries too? Like they're not really coming in for bloody uh, save the day either for Ukraine, are they? Like oh, they're just, oh, we'll, we'll give wants, you something. No one wants to get involved. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a shit show. And we get sure. fined for not voting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help out a little bit, but oh, we don't want to be seen to be fighting. we get the donkey vote going, eh? Do you have a half moment, Captain? Uh, yeah, look, it's got to go to LeBron James. Uh, I don't know what he's doing at the Lakers at the moment, but he's fucking killing them. Like they can't win, they can't get things going. He's turned into the sook of the year. Like every time a player gets near him, it's like you've got to bring the tissues out. Oh, he threw a major tantrum there, oh, didn't he? Mate, can, can a sponsor just uh. get sorbent onto it? Like <laughs> make him the fucking picture of it. I don't know, but it's he's ruining it for himself. I was just I was, trying to hang on for you to play with his son. Huh? Son, yeah. yeah. I, I get that, but fuck. He's burning <laughs> players up. Good players are going there to be with him, and yeah. he's just canning them. He's giving it to them, yeah. I'm not saying Russell Westbrook's still good, but. Oh. Just, like, in, in sport, it doesn't matter how good you are, you don't want to be that guy who hangs around too long, too long. and then just, yeah, it just becomes like. Has been. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, it's just sad. Eh? It is. I, I hope he. You know what? I hope he's not like that. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's wrap it up. Um, once again, Ivan Cleary, thanks for coming on, mate. You, you've always given us the time of day, and we really do appreciate you coming in. Um, you've got a bloody exciting year ahead of you, mm. and you know 
back to back to back. It's got a nice little ring to it. I, I can't see many teams doing what you've done in the last three years alone, let alone what you're going to do this year, mate. So um, hats off to you. You've done the Penrith area proud and you should be, you know, really, really proud of yourself. Oh, thanks. So that's the best feedback ever to, that, you know, the people of Penrith are, are proud of our team and feel good about it. That's, yeah, that's the best praise we can get. I'm just excited to be part of the NRL. I'm, you know, I've got an awesome job and it's, yeah. yeah, I just can't wait for another another good season. Still following your dream. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Well, well, I, I want to go out and buy myself a, a jersey that's got both teams on it, you know, back-to-back premiers, and I'll go and buy a Panthers jersey for that. You fucking what? Yeah, yeah. Jeez, you've turned. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she, you must have money to burn. No. no Sombreros? Really. He just sponsors them as well, that's why. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's just it's a big feat, you know. Uh, like it, yeah, no, it is. It's outstanding. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, once again, thank you very much, Ivan Cleary. Thank you. Cheers, guys. My pleasure.